Do you just feel that Atlanta forces these artists every two to three years that causes you to forget the artists of four, five, six, seven years ago? Almost damn near ten years ago. Like, look at like T.I. around the time them niggas dropped. Mm-hmm. Niggas wasn't really paying attention to Tip like that. Now you seeing the, the Gunners and, and uh, the Troubles. The niggas you was telling me about earlier and all yeah. that shit. They're starting to push those three, four, five years ago hot artists out. Do you feel it's just that type of cycle that's going on in Atlanta? Well, it ain't even just Atlanta, but you got to realize, man, rap is like sports. It's a young man's game. Yeah. That's why Jay-Z is the greatest, because he's the only nigga that old that I want to, that I would willing to, I'm willing to still hear rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even niggas I like, I listened to Jim Jones album the other day. Mm. I love Dipset growing up, but I don't want to hear that shit no more. <laughs> There's a lot of niggas I love, I don't want to hear them rap no more. It's just not the same, you know? Do you ever think you would hit that point with Future and Thug? Uh, the only way I can hit that point is if they don't continue to grow and try new shit musically. <sighs> Real shit. I feel like you rolling the dice heavy when you try new shit and and, and you have to new- try new shit though. You have to try new shit because I I tell you one thing. I love you know what I'm saying. Love amigos and shit. Love you know what I'm saying. Everybody took their flow. Everybody mm. they didn't transition into anything. Now oh. they was the hottest shit uh, two years 2016. ago. 2016, three years ago. They was the hottest shit. Everybody got their flow. You had you got niggas like Fab doing their flow. Yeah. But now they haven't transitioned into anything different. So now I mean, are you really rushing to hear uh, amigos project? Hell. Are no. you really rushing to hear a solo project from every single one of them? All three of them shits are strikeouts. Yeah. And who had the worst one? Quavo Exactly Quavo had the worst Exactly So them niggas work well together But they didn't transition Into nothing different Nothing new So You know what I'm saying They rang Like you ain't You don't hear no Migos On the radio do you You don't hear oh, no Migos On shit it, That was a quick ass Drop Yeah Young Thug mm. And I know you Slap You fuck with Thug Heavy I fuck with Jeffrey Yeah Shout out to Sex <laughs> what the fuck happened to Thug? Uh, Leo and 300. I mean, they, they, the way they managing that nigga and they treat his shit like priceless works of art and ain't nothing happening to him but like, Thug is like a CEO now. Like, he really like with, with YSL. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He really putting out his own artists and doing his own thing. You gotta think. Gunna sign up to YSL and Gunna's like a, like a major artist now. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's really... He's really on CEO shit. Um, that's my nigga, though. I love Thug. Now, he had uh, one album to me in 2016 that caught my attention. All the other shit Jeffrey. is cool. Nah, 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 nah. The um, Slime Season 3. Ooh. That shit is just an era-defining, time-defying project. All the slimes. I, I ain't never got into nothing else since then. All the to me, he set the standard at that point and he never got back close to it again i don't know if it was the marketing around it the promotion around it or what because i do remember leor cohen leor cohen or comb or however you say his name being on instagram pushing it uh what was the black dude that was with him kevin lyles uh, i believe so yep he was going on a radio station pushing that shit too like i remember the energy around that project and how he hasn't got a push from any big name since what do you believe he has to do to get back to that level? Uh, 
with the way the world looks at the baby and who he is. Like yeah. right now, he's a killer. He basically he look Gucci. You're exactly. Exactly. And the only question. He got the internet with him, and you can't. You you'll never defeat the internet. Bro, I say that all the time. You'll never. I tell it to old niggas all the time. You'll never beat the internet. Never. Because the internet don't give a fuck about the truth. Nope. They give a fuck about what's funny. Mm-hmm. So being from here and kind of knowing people around the situation, I don't know neither one of them niggas, but knowing people around the situation and knowing them, it's like even like we're from here, so we have like a little bit of different insight. So really, to be honest, I was telling my nigga the other day, it's really had me thinking about. Damn, what other rap beefs did a nigga really have a point? We just all thought he was lame. I was yeah. like, damn, did Ja have a point on 50? Is 50 really the feds? Mm. Like, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Let's yeah. not get it twisted. This nigga Ja Rule was that nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? He like, was the first Drake. Hendrix, Hendrix, Hendrix. A generational defined album. Yeah, that's, that album's better than any Drake album. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll say shit. Most of his albums are better than Drake albums. I won't say albums. His mixtapes to me was hard. That that one album, right? Actual album? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that album's harder than Drake's albums. And it might, it might be one or two. I mean, probably it's a Drake album that probably rivals that. I ain't gonna stunt, but I feel like he put out Hendrix because he put out, remember, he put out Future first. Mm-hmm. It was all the turn up shit. And then the yeah. next Friday, he put out Hendrix and it was like, yeah, yeah, he was. He was, I felt like he was tapping Drake on the shoulder, like, "Hey, fuck, nigga, I, I can do this shit too. Like, don't, don't let me. Like, yeah, and like he always say, no features. He had Rihanna on, on a feature, and it wasn't. He had, he had Weekend too, but yeah, them ain't even my favorite. I don't want them songs. People don't, don't go I mean, back to. Yeah, none yeah. of them songs get no get no extra play. All these fucking nigga type women that have been getting cuffed and been getting pregnant in the last one. Women have taken over hip hop in the last two, three, four months. Well, half it, since the year started, it's been a woman dominated scene for some reason. I, I don't know, since Cardi dropped pretty much. And every last one of these women who have potential or who have been climbing the ladder or getting to a certain point has fumbled the bag in terms of just the near future. What the fuck is going on? As far as fumbling the bag, what's going in comparison to old time industry rules, like women couldn't get pregnant back in the day. Like Beyonce couldn't have a child in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't because where she was age wise. It was just because of perception and how the industry, you know, views females. Okay. So how do y'all feel about the Tokyo Jets? Uh, Young Miami just got pregnant. Uh, JT in jail pregnant uh, Fuck Rihanna looking to get pregnant Like shit is getting right. out of hand Now I uh, paid attention to something That was um, I did a little math and calculation Okay He was at his Hottest to me or had his biggest Impact to me When he was under LA Read at Epic Mm. L.A. Reid was pushed out due to all that uh, sexual misconduct. Shit. Yeah, you know all that type of shit, left and right. And ever since then, we've been having this whole "Oh, Future's dropping. He's not doing no promotion." It feels point blank period. The label is not behind him. Have you felt that same energy, <clears throat> which could contribute to his impact? My collection. Looking exotic 
Use me. Incredible. Fresh air. Solo. Hallucinating. <laughs> Hallucinating. You know what I'm saying? Turn on me. Uh, new Illuminati. <laughs> turn on me. If you ain't if you ain't if you ain't been driving late at night by yourself in the car listening to turn on me. Yeah. Oh my god. You'd be sitting here mad at a bitch that you ain't never even had. Uh, <laughs> What's your favorite future album? Uh, album? It'd have to be Hendrix because the album's really Well, mixtape album, I, I throw all that uh, shit in the same pot. Oh, favorite mixtape? I feel like it's... Favorite a, project? Monster. Monster. 2014. Monster. Summer. Easy. Monster. Monster. I never got into that. Oh my God, what? What was, what was, what was the standout tracks? Monster. Throwaway. That was my shit, yeah. Monster, Throwaway, Cody and Crazy, mm. uh, Tupac, uh, Hardly. Um, ah, fuck, I know which one I'm forgetting. Uh, I mean, it was so many. The only song I didn't like on there was the only song he had a feature on was, was with uh, Wayne. Mm. The, uh, after that, whatever it was called. but Yeah. That's the only song I didn't like, and that's the only feature he had on the whole shit. But the Monster, though? Yeah. Oh my god! And like I said, I was going through some of the times. Just broke up with my girl. He just broke up with Sierra. So the shit he was talking, you know, I was just like, I was on the same shit. And he was like, "Fuck all the rules, rather fuck your baby mama." Like I was really doing that shit. Like it's wrong. I don't condone that shit, but man, nigga was really doing that shit. <laughs> it happens. Now, my review on this album is that um, I feel like. This is a, a nigga that was about this lifestyle, got his shit together, and is now trying to portray a lifestyle he used to live to maintain an image. And that's even without me being able to code really what the hell he's saying through are these you, tracks. Are you basically talking about a lifestyle he used to live as far as drug use? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Especially when he had that interview where he said he don't even do the drugs that he's talking about. Shit, nigga, we 30. I mean, you don't never think about, like, damn, I am kind of, like, close to, like, in the next five years. Like, I kind of would want to have a kid. Yeah, but I'm broke. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But it's more, it's more reason to inspire, like, for more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, because your kid is going to want them, them, uh, them off-white ones. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Um... Who the fuck could be Rihanna's baby daddy? To put up with that craziness, to put up with that standard of maintaining a certain level of income and maintaining a certain level of status because I feel like she dates niggas with status. Who could be the candidate to be her baby father? Drake's out the picture. He doesn't got a porn star pregnant. I know she ain't going down that lane. You out the picture too. Don't throw yourself in that motherfucker. Man, that's it. I'm in. And then when I say a man, I don't mean like, I mean. I find it hard that Rihanna's just gonna pull up and just take a candidate from Detroit. Nah, I'm nigga. not saying that, but it's, just, it's gonna have to be a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's in rich circles, so it's probably gonna be somebody that does have money. But even if he don't have as much money as her, there's gotta be a nigga that's confident within himself. Cause I mean, you with Rihanna. The more you go to the gym, you be like, damn. Shit, I don't even want to eat that shit because it's gonna make me damn feel sluggish. You're gonna gym. waste your workout. Hell yeah, that's the exact feel. Workout. I don't even want to do. It's gonna naturally like your habits start changing. Bro, that was probably the 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 best part about my weight loss journey was 
me allowing myself to eat bullshit while I was going to the gym in the early phases. Because I seen me wasting my workouts. And uh, yeah, that's a, a thing that I feel like people should see. Like go to the gym, put that hour, two, three hours in. Burn all those fucking calories and then go order that pizza that night. And see the fucking wasted workout that you go through. Long-winded. <laughs> Running through this life like it was mine. Never settling. Uh, Setting every goal high. 1,000 burpees on the path to my own destruction or success. Yes, sir. But what is a mistake without the lesson? See, the best teacher in life is your own experience. None of us know who we are until we fail. They say every man is defined, is defined by his reaction to any given situation. Well, who would want... Well, who, who would you want to define you? Someone else or yourself? Whatever you do, homie, give it your give your heart to it and stay, stay strong. strong. You're it's your boy Robbie Dean back with another one of those fire ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 37. Save me from this future project. Has Pluto lost it? <laughs> yeah, man. In this episode, I put up on my dog Bryce, aka Eastside Bryce, but I don't think he wanna go by that no more. He just going by Bryce. Um, yeah, I put up on my bro, and it's been a minute since I had him on episode 10. Bitch, we got condos straight off the pussy. Um, yeah. I needed a legit reason to bring him back, and this was the perfect episode, man. Literally, I told, I've been talking about doing the episode with him for the last, shit, three, four months. You know, bro, we're gonna do one, we're gonna link up. But I always felt like we needed a reason. I, I really don't like to pull up and improv with anybody outside of my dog, Mark. Um, Cause the energy just flows It can flow back and forth all day He asks questions, I ask questions He give input, I give input But usually when I um, Do these episodes, I'm pretty much Interviewing somebody So yeah, with that being said Man, we lost a good hour and some change Of content, cause you know we I pulled up, listened to the future album We did a little pre-production talk And all that A lot of lost content missed within that Plus, um, you know, yeah, this people's pull up. She gave some input on it, etc., etc. And yeah, this this episode is more than just a future album review. Like we talked about a lot of random shit. Um, yeah, Young Thug, the uh, death of the cosine, Lil Dirk, Free Dirkio, um, Rihanna's ready for a baby. Uh, female rappers that have been capping. Capping, y'all some capping ass women on them tracks. Talking about some real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga and you end up pregnant. And it ain't just her. It's about eight of y'all that was on y'all way and pregnant. And we talked about that in the episode. Um, what I took from that is it's gonna be alright. Uh, in this era where motherfuckers wanna watch you in every move you go through, it's unique to watch a rapper on her way up you know, be surprised with a baby and choose to keep the baby and go through that process and, you know, keep it publicized, if that's the word. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, we talk about Khaled, you know, 
going through his shit right now. He he just tripping. Honestly, niggas just tripping. Um, oh, we did a lot of health and fitness talk, man. It's my first time I did a health and fitness talk. And for you, for those of you that don't know, uh, I lost around a hundred pounds over the span of five years. So at an average about 20 to 25 pounds per year, which is not that bad. But when you say a hundred pounds, motherfucker, oh shit, you know, what the fuck did you catch? But, uh, yeah, um, we talk about that, the health journey and all that, and, you know, eating bad, working out. Motherfuckers need to start drinking more water and just doing the basic shit to take care of yourself. We getting up there in age, y'all. Um, other than that, jumping into this future album review, man. Um, I just honestly wasn't feeling it, having feeling, not feeling it. About to delete this shit out my iTunes. I honestly feel like it's it's a wrap for future. Bryce got a whole nother perspective on the shit. Check out the episode, but yeah, I just, uh-uh, nah. Something ain't making sense, something ain't clicking, something ain't right. I don't care about that gross shit. I don't care about trying other shit. It's not working right now, bruh. Um, other than that, dope episode, another legendary episode. Oh, and I want to shout out to the baby, man. Literally just clicked on Instagram and seen they released the freshman cover. He's on there. Meg the Stallion's on there. Um, let me see. Roddy Rich? I didn't even see this nigga. Damn, he did center. Roddy Rich is on there. Blueface is on there. YK Osiris is on there. Uh, Gunner's on there. A girl named Tierra Wack. Uh, uh, YBN Cordy, Cordain, Corday, I don't know, I'm not sure, um, yeah, man, there's another freshman cover, at this point, I'm too grown for this shit, man, and that shit just been disappointing, and nah, bruh, like, whatever, let the kids have a platform, just like every other motherfucking platform they got out here right now, but that shit ain't it. Um, other than that, yeah, shout out to the baby. Once again, Carolina's got a W. I appreciate the nigga working hard and going to get it. So, yeah, I'm grateful for it. Um, one of, Some of the conversations I wanted to get to with my dog that we really couldn't get into because I ain't know his situation in the room and all that. But your boy got a stalker right now. I got a stalker right now. I don't know what the fuck did I do to this girl. I don't know what the fuck I said to this girl. I definitely until I love her. But, um, bro, I've been texting me from fucking different type of numbers and shit. It's like text numbers. Like, you call the numbers and they say it's a text line. And, um, she just fucking with me. I think she pulled up on my crib. She damn sure shouted out the cars at my crib one random night and um you just been sending me threatening messages and all types of shit man so my question was how do you cut off a clingy woman how do you get rid of them how do you make them hate you how do you make them not want to see you speak to you want to think of your existence again and um yeah i really wanted to have that conversation so i might say that for another episode 
And um, other than that, man, you already know. Episode is legendary. More litter, more litter, more litter, more titter, titter, titter. They always get better per. I will be at my most honest critique. This ain't my best episode coming off my last episode. That shit was too fire, too hard. And the previous one with Hawatha. Um, still good. I, I just listened to it. I edited it, chopped it up, and all that. Very good episode. Y'all gonna fuck with it. Um, other than that, man, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. homegirls, I don't know what their situation she is. She, uh... She's savage, I say that. She's a fucking savage from the shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm here. My dog. We here. Eastside Bryce. You know me, nigga. Don't call me that. My nigga Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his homegirl. You getting in on this? Nah. Nah, nah so chill. Alright, cool. I don't know what this is yet. I ain't doing this. Alright. Any, uh, any, any input you want to say? Anything? Cut us off. Speak how you feel. I love to have women's input. Can I say one thing before we start? What's can up? I, can I start by, 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 you know what I'm saying, reading some, some, some street scripture? Do your thing, man. Alright. Long-winded. <laughs> Running through this life like it was mine. Never settling. Uh, Setting every goal high. 1,000 burpees on the path to my own destruction or success. Yes, sir. But what is a mistake without the lesson? See, the best teacher in life is your own experience. None of us know who we are until we fail. They say every man is, defi- is defined by his reaction to any given situation. Well, who would want? Well, who, who would you want to define you? Someone else or yourself? Whatever you do, homie, give, it your, give your heart to it and stay, stay strong. strong. So I feel like I gotta read that like every morning, like get me started like in the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, words from whoever that was, you know, but um definitely RIP my nigga Nip. RIP man. This is going on every episode since he's passed, I've spoken a nip. Which is one of the true meanings of continuing the marathon. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I just wanna get straight into it. I've been telling you for the longest we was going to do an episode or get back up to do another episode. First episode we did was episode 10. Mm. We got condos okay. straight up off of it. You right. How have you been since? Man, same shit. I mean, been almost a year. It's been almost a year. That was actually my first time in any kind of podcast format, so... You know, I fucked with it. Listening to myself on a playback, it was crazy. Like, just hearing that shit. I remember the first I was like, time. Damn. I was like, damn, I sound this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Definitely be keeping up with your shit, man. Doing your thing, grinding. Um, shit, all it's gonna take is for the right motherfucker to hear it. And I mean, you, you on, you know? So. Yeah. Um. A lot of shit has happened over the past year. Lost some great artists, Mac, Nip, uh, normal people, over the top people. Some little, some nigga died from the East today. I don't really know, like, cause I don't really, like the niggas younger than me or certain. Cause the East is so big, niggas don't realize when niggas throw up the East, like it's different, like crews in the East. Like we don't all really rock with each other, not no yeah. beef, but yeah. I didn't really know this nigga. I think he hung with. You I know, think his name was Forty. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea who he was. R.I.P. Rest in peace to the young man. You know, yeah. For whatever reason, but. Um. Yeah. First thing, I wanted to talk to you about. Well, let's set it up. Well, we've you been, know, we've been saying for the longest we're gonna do an episode, and I kept telling you I want to do an episode, but we ain't had nothing to talk about. Yep. This was the perfect setup. This fucking future album. And I think I'm gonna name this tight. Uh, I'm gonna title this uh, "Save Me." Mm. Um, from this future album. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts on this album, "Save Me"? Love that shit. I love that shit because being an original astronaut, you know, being an original future fan since like what 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. 2011. Um. I mean, you just seen his growth. Um, I saw his growth from being a mixtape artist, you know, and all of that street stuff to blowing up immediately. And then he jumped right in quick to the honors and all of that stuff. And then he came back, you know, 2014, Monster. He came back to the whole street stuff. Now he he's doing exactly what I, I told everybody who, right. know, who know me and who know how I like Future. He's doing exactly what I said he's going to do. Basically, the nigga's too old to be getting... He's too old to still be... Turn up all the time, so he's basically gonna transition into R and B, sort of like that, like that new wave of R and B. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. candy type because he one of the only niggas that could really do it successfully. Yeah, like, it's him, Travis, and the weekend. Well, Travis ain't nothing but a throw Tra- it out there. Travis to me, man, he 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 ain't nothing but a a, a kid Kanye Junior. So Ugh, for real, yeah, man, you got to think, man. Like Kanye, I mean, uh. Only like real original content he got is like Al Ferro. You know, his mm. first placement was on Magna Carta Holy Grail. And mm. I mean, he just jumped immediately from that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like future, nobody can really do the melodies like that nigga do. Right. I mean, write the songs like he write, write for other people like he like he do. You know, he get all this backlash from females and everybody else. But niggas still play his shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, the music is good, and I separate that from the human being because I don't know that nigga. Right, you right. Know, all I know is what, what what he show us. I mean, all we know is what they show us. So, um, it is what it is. But I love the album. Um, it was short enough to where it's like, even if I wasn't feeling a song, it was like, boom, next song. Mm. But I was definitely feeling it. I feel the whole wave, the whole uh, aesthetic that he owned. I watched the visuals. Uh, they just dope. But I tell you all the time, if you not if you don't live a certain lifestyle, yeah. You're not gonna understand it like what he's talking about, like not the rich nigga shit, but just relationship wise with women and mm. some of the some of the the negative things that that you might do or think and feel and shit like that. Like you know, even if you even if you being a bitch, sometimes like you know what I'm saying. He put it all out there, but mm. he put it in like a masculine 
kind of way to where it's like, damn, they gotta did that shit too. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I should have did that shit. Now, um, what was uh, some of the things from? Uh, well, what did you interpret from the album that I couldn't pick up? I would throw that out there. I mean, what I interpreted, everybody's going so hard with the whole, oh, he's crying out for help. He's uh, uh, right. So, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I don't really think it's so much a cry for help. I mean, he just understands. He probably read the internet just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. People love to hear that type of music from him. I love to hear content music, stories and shit like that. Nigga, it's only so many times I can hear you talk about popping a bottle or taking a private jet. Exactly. You know, but when you're talking about love and, and relationships and just regular shit, even if you're a rich nigga on another scale, like everybody can relate to it. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I really fuck with it. I think he's really trying to tap into that whole Hendrix lane that he that he kind of left two years ago. Or just paused, you know? Hendrix, Hendrix, Hendrix. A generational defined album. Yeah, that's, that album's better than any Drake album. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll say shit. Most of his albums are better than Drake albums. I won't say albums. His mixtapes to me was hard. That that one album, right? Actual album? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that album's harder than Drake's albums. And it might it might be one or two. I mean, probably is a Drake album that probably rivals it. I ain't gonna stunt, but I feel like he put out Hendrix because he put out. Remember, he put out Future first. Mm -hmm. It was all the turn up shit, and then the yeah. next Friday he put out Hendrix, and it was like. Yeah, yeah. He was he. Was, I felt like he was tapping Drake on the shoulder, like, "Hey, fuck, nigga, I, I can do this shit too. Like, don't don't let me like." Yeah. Like he always say, no features. He had Rihanna on, on a feature, and it wasn't. He had, he had Weekend too, but yeah, them ain't even my favorite. Neither one of them songs people don't, don't go I mean, back to. Yeah, none yeah. of them songs get no get no extra play. Um, and then like just I mean me being the age that I'm at, doing what I'm doing a lot of times, like situations that I'm in, right? Like he'll be the soundtrack to a lot of that shit, you know, to where. I'm flying, like I told you, I'm flying on a plane somewhere I ain't supposed to go, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, damn, like, you're right. My collection, Looking Exotic, Use Me, Incredible, Fresh Air. Solo, Hallucinating. H hallucinating. You know what I'm saying? Turn yeah. On Me. Uh, New Illuminati. <laughs> Turn On Me. If you, ain't, if, you ain't, if you ain't been driving late at night, by yourself in the car listening to Turn On Me? Yeah. Oh, my God. You'd be sitting here mad at a bitch that you ain't never even had uh, Turn On Me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Future album? Uh, album? It'd have to be Hendrix because his album's really Well, mixtape album, I, I throw all that uh, shit in the same pot. Oh, favorite mixtape? I feel like it's... Favorite good. project? Monster. Monster. 2014. Monster. Summer. Easy. Monster. Monster. I never got into that. Oh my God! What? What was what was what was the standout tracks? Monster, uh, that was my shit. Yeah. Monster, Throwaway, Cody and Crazy, mm. uh, Tupac, uh, Hardly. Um, ah, fuck, I know which one I'm forgetting. Uh, I mean, it was so many. The only song I didn't like on there was the only song he had a feature on was was with uh, Wayne. Mm. The uh, after that, whatever it was called, but yeah. That's the only song I didn't like, and that's the only feature he had on the whole shit. But the monster, though? Yeah. Oh, my God. And like I said, I was going through some of the time. just broke up with my girl. He just broke up with Sierra. So the shit he was talking, you know, I was just like, I was on the same shit. And he was like, fuck all the rules. Rather fuck your baby mama. Like, I was really doing that shit. Like, it's wrong. I don't condone that shit. But, man, nigga was really doing that shit. <laughs> it happens. Now... My review on this album is that um, I feel like 
this is a, a nigga that was about this lifestyle, got his shit together, and is now trying to portray a lifestyle he used to live to maintain an image. And that's even without me being able to code really what the hell he's saying through are these you, tracks. Are you basically talking about a lifestyle he used to live as far as drug use? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Especially when he had that interview where he said he don't even do the drugs that he's talking about. I've been saying that because there's no way that you can be on the planes and doing what he do and being where he's at. Yeah. There's no way you can do that shit and be doped up like he is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that shit take a toll on That shit take a toll on your body. Like, we're not talking about smoking weed. Yeah. You know, I do still, I, I feel like he probably dabble in it still, but as much as he talk about it and how people probably think he just do it every day, I don't think he do that shit. You know, he ain't no damn fool. But uh, I just think that that's his lane and it, it, it sells a lot. So that's what he's trying to, that's what he's trying to, you know, put out there. Now, is there anybody else in the industry you feel does the same thing as that? Portray the drug abuse lifestyle when we know damn well they sober as hell? Hell nah, because these little young niggas, man, they really on that shit. They really on that shit. So, I mean, not really. I don't feel like... Nah, not as far as drug use. Gangster shit, dope shit, of course. Yeah, yeah. But drug use, nah, not really. Now, they said that he was projected to sell 45 to 50K first week. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that future rain has come to an end? It never will. It <sighs> never will. Because when you can make a melody from scratch, when yeah. your lyrics is hard... And what I tell people all the time about Future is, mm-hmm. yeah, he uses the auto-tune and people hear the auto-tune, but if you hear him actually speak in interviews, that nigga sounds the same fucking way when he rap. Like, yeah. when he's talking, he sounds like he rapping. So, I don't I don't think his reign is, is ended. Like I said, like I told you before and I forgot to play it, but um, I got the reference track from Drunk in Love. That nigga did the melodies for that shit. Did the, you know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga, nah, his reign ain't gonna come to an end because he's a, he's a true artist. He's a true musician. He just don't, he might not play an actual instrument, yeah. but he understands melodies and patterns and, you know, the nigga will come up with a melody for a song first and then just put the words to it and match in the melody. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, a lot of niggas cannot do that. I mean, how many niggas do you know have survived just making turn up music for 10 years? You know what I'm saying? I can't think of one. Like, I don't give a fuck how much you're not fucking with them, whatever, whatever. If you hear, oh, Future Jotting Project, you're going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Or you go and listen to people talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, I just think the nigga is really, like... Like, one of the most talented niggas of our generation. And that's why he's stayed relevant for so long. Now, okay, maybe I set that question up wrong. Not is he... Did he fall off? Is his impact slipping? Um... I don't think so, because... The nigga puts out music when he wants to. He do shit when he kind of wants to. Um, mm. I know he on he on Epic right now, and Travis Scott like the is 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 on Epic too. He's kind of like the the main focal forefront of Epic. But like, yeah, if that nigga wants to come and drop some shit and really take over, you got to think, bro. I think if Future really wanted to take over a summer, he tried with the Wi-Fi Lit album with Beast Mode too. Yeah, last year that was a summer. I don't know when it dropped, but he definitely tried to make that. I'm, I'm back. Not really, take over. not really, because he never, he never, uh, he never um, really promoted that shit. 
He yeah. never really, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that nigga, that nigga, he's very, very calculated. And I think he really put out shit when he wants to, when he feel like it's right. He feel to check the temperature, but you got to think if Future wanted to make like the summer bangers, mm-hmm. the same shit he been doing, niggas gonna fuck with it. But it's, at the same time, that's when your reign gonna end because niggas gonna fuck with it right quick and then be yeah. like, damn, nigga, that's really kind of the same shit. Yeah, you know so. Now I uh, paid attention to something that was um, I did a little math and calculation. Okay. He was at his hottest to me, or had his biggest impact to me, when he was under L.A. Reid at Epic. Mm. L.A. Reid was pushed out due to all that uh, sexual misconduct. A little bit shit. Yeah, you know all that type of shit, left and right. And ever since then, we've been having this whole old oh, futures dropping. He's not doing no promotion. It feels point blank period. The label is not behind him. Have you felt that same energy, <clears throat> which could contribute to his impact? Not really, because I feel like with him and niggas like Thug, yeah, like their their art. Sometimes I feel like they feel it's so precious. They can't. They're not gonna drop like they used to. Like mm-hmm. drop a mixtape every month, drop a mixtape every week, because they be really in there, like make sure they perfect the shit. Because for me, I listen to a lot of, and I've been listening the past couple of years to a lot of like unreleased tracks that might be on like Spinrilla or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bangers. I'm talking about bangers, like in abundance to old shit. Or to new shit. Not, I mean, it's like twenty, like, like from twenty sixteen to like now. Uh, like he'll, yeah. like he'll, they'll have like you know little tracks that. Mm. He never really released and shit like that. And they'll put him out. Um, if y'all ain't never listened to Future Guap on me, go listen to that shit. I never heard that. It's like the most player shit to ever listen to. <laughs> Guap on me. Guap on me, I'm telling you. I'm going to check it out. I listen to that shit every day for the longest. But, I mean, that nigga, man, he just, he's 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 been the future, for real. <laughs> Rocco wasn't playing when he named that nigga that shit. Now, we're going to get back to him in a minute, but... You just brought up somebody else I want to speak on for a hot second. Yeah. Young Thug. Mm. And I know you. Slap. You fuck with Thug. Heavy. I fuck with Jeffrey. Yeah. Shout out to Sex. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck happened to Thug? Uh, Leo and 300. I mean, they, they, the way they managing that nigga and they treating his shit like priceless works of art and ain't nothing happening to him but like, Thug is like a CEO now. Like, he really, like, with, with YSL, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He really putting out his own artists and doing his own thing. You got to think, Gunna signed to YSL, and Gunna's like a, like a major artist now. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's really he's really on CEO shit. Um, that's my nigga, though. I love Thug. Now, he had uh, one album to me in 2016 that caught my attention. All the other shit Jeffrey. is cool. Nah, nah, nah. The um, Slime Season 3. That shit is just an era-defining, time-defying project. All the slimes. I I ain't never got into nothing else since then. To me, he set the standard at that point, and he never got back close to it again. I don't know if it was the marketing around it, the promotion around it, or what. Because I do remember Leor Cohen, or Cohen, or however you say his name, being on Instagram pushing it. Uh, what was the black dude that was with him? Kevin Lyles? Uh, I believe so, yep. He was going on a radio station pushing that shit too. Like, I remember the energy around that project and how he hasn't got a push from any big name since. 
What do you believe he has to do to get back to that level? Because I, th- I think it's a wrap. I think he can only be a writer, and he might have one or two comeback hits. All he got to do is drop some shit. You got to realize, because I feel like in those times, like when the slimes was coming out, yeah. he was still trying to... Like, when an artist come out to us, and we think, and we, we, he, he, he drop a project, we like, oh, that's the shit. To us, he's already made it. But in reality, it takes time. You know what I'm saying? They got to keep dropping projects. So I feel like back then, when they were drop, dropping projects, they could do that because they was trying to make the name for themselves like they have now. So now it's like, once you get to a certain point, bro, the ticket don't went up. I just can't be dropping no free-ass music or just dropping, you know what I'm saying? I ain't about to do that shit. Yeah. When they when they paying me 100000 just for a show, I'm not about to drop no free-ass mixtape. Mm. You know, so that's just how the music industry is right now. It's not really necessarily about hot music. It's just about timing, too. I mean, it is about hot music, but your timing got to be right. If your timing's not right, man, you, you fuck. Do you just feel that Atlanta forces these artists every two to three years that causes you to forget the artists of four, five, six, seven years ago, almost damn near ten years ago. Like, look at like T.I. around the time them niggas dropped. Mm-hmm. Niggas wasn't really paying attention to Tip like that. Now you're seeing the, the Gunners and, and uh, the Troubles. The niggas you was telling me about earlier and all yeah. that shit. They're starting to push those three, four, five years ago hot artists out. Do you feel it's just that type of cycle that's going on in Atlanta? Well, it ain't even just Atlanta, but you got to realize, man, rap is like sports. It's a young man's game. Yeah. That's why Jay-Z is the greatest because he's the only nigga that old that I want to, that I would willing to, I'm willing to still hear rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even niggas I like, I listened to Jim Jones album the other day. Mm. I love Dipset growing up, but I don't want to hear that shit no more. <laughs> There's a lot of niggas I love. I don't want to hear them rap no more. It's just not the same. You know? Do you ever think you would hit that point with Future and Thug? Uh, the only way I can hit that point is if they don't continue to grow and try new shit musically. Real shit. I feel like you rolling the dice heavy when you try new shit and and and. You have to do. try new shit though. You have to try new shit because I I'll tell you one thing. I love you know what I'm saying love amigos and shit. Love you know what I'm saying everybody took their flow. Everybody mm. they didn't transition into anything. Now Uh-oh. they was the hottest shit uh, two years 2016. ago. 2016, three years ago they was the hottest shit. Everybody got their flow. You had you got niggas like Fab doing their flow. Yeah, but now they haven't transitioned into anything different. So now I mean, are you really rushing to hear a, a, a amigos project? Hell, are no. you really rushing to hear a solo project from every single one of them? All three of them shits are strikeouts. Yeah, and who had the worst one? Quavo Exactly Quavo had the worst Exactly So them niggas work well together But they didn't transition Into nothing different Nothing new So You know what I'm saying They rain Like you ain't You don't hear no Migos On the radio do you You don't hear oh, no Migos on shit it, That was a quick ass Drop Yeah But they did bless the game With a whole style And a whole flow So I mean I commend them on that Cause they changed They changed the game But It was almost like the uh, What the hell was that shit called Back in the day the uh, running back option that hit football. The Wildcat. Yeah, they... <laughs> same shit. Hell yeah. They came with the Wildcat. Running Brown, Cadillac. Oh, yeah, yeah. Durham McFadden used to run that shit. Mm-hmm. Death of the Cosine. I was thinking about this topic on the way over here. Lil Dirk. Free Dirky, yo. He uh, debuted... Came out, never hit it where he wanted to hit in his career. But he got that early push from French Montana. He signed, 
He was the man, all that shit in the city. He was probably like fifth or sixth round mm-hmm. pick out of all them Chicago niggas. He was like one of the last motherfuckers to sign and shit. What happened? Nah, he's no, 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 no. He signed quick. Him, him and Rishi signed quick with Def Jam. Hey, did he? Yeah, him and Rishi was with Def Jam. They got deals quick. So what was his deal with French? He he said he he never had a deal with French. He just fucked with the Coke Boys. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it was like a it was like a co-sign thing, but it wasn't ever. He said it wasn't no real paperwork. Cause I always wonder why they stopped fucking with each other, or why he never got his real push from him. So what do you think was the fall for Dirk? Um. Well, Dirk's music, period, man. He he used to use way too much auto tune. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Doug, how much auto tune can you really use on a song? Yeah. And I don't feel like he really found his rhythm and his niche. So that was like his downfall. But guess who was mentor on in the past two years? Who? Doug and uh Future. And he still can't get over the damn hump. I mean, the nigga's locked up right now, so he can't he can't get over shit. <laughs> now, since you are a rare occurring guest, rare occurring no, guest. I, I like that, rare occurring. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk to you about this nigga, the baby. First, first off, before you say anything, it's cold heart ENT all day. <laughs> I don't even know that's his label and shit. <laughs> I, that was his shit two years ago. I don't know if he even got a trademark. Nah, I'm just bullshit. But yeah, go ahead and ask your question. Um, While I like this honey wood. I know you would give a deep, uh, interesting perspective. How do you feel about this shit, man? Like, you a nigga that cares about his city, his city's reputi- reputation, and and. How these niggas are just running through the city and just doing this crazy shit. I just actually seen an Instagram clip where Cam is in Louis Vuitton right now reenacting the scene. I seen that shit. I can't believe they allowed that shit. Yeah. Um. How the fuck you feel about this? Well, my thing is, let's start back from the beginning. Go ahead. To let's take the timeline back to when the baby got signed, top of the year. Yep, January. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, I seen I seen Cam, you know, talking a lot of shit, you know, about you know Woody Woo, his his Walmart case, all that shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my thing is, too much expression of the truth can also come off like hating. Yeah. And no matter how much you spitting the truth and speaking the truth, when you keep reiterating over and over and over about a situation that does not involve you, has nothing to do with you, does not pertain to you, doesn't have nothing to do with your money, your family. Yeah. I mean, really, number one, you all in a man's business. What does that have to do with you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can talk about it how we do around the blunt, just like everybody else. But yeah. to put that shit on social media, put it out in the world like that, it's always going to come off as hate, no matter how much of the truth you're talking. Right. So... You know, that's, that, that was strike number one against Cam. Um, but then, fast forward to the whole Louie incident. I seen it. I seen it, you know, both all the angles and all that shit. First and foremost, we know the nigga didn't, didn't fight by himself. We know that shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it don't matter if you got jumped or just one-on-one. You get your ass beat, you get your ass beat. Especially if you was talking shit first. Mm. So, um, I understand where Cam's coming from. Um... He from he from our section, you know, so we definitely, you know, feel a certain way about it. 
But at the same time, he's making his case no better, you know, because a lot of times, bro, you got to let the music just be for itself. Right. You know, so I've been getting your notifications on Facebook for 10 years plus. <laughs> Nobody's been digging your music. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's <laughs> been, and I'm not hating. But it right. just is what it is. Yeah. And baby, I don't really, I don't listen to him neither though. Yeah. He's just not my style. But when I heard, you know, a little bit of shit, like the nigga can actually rap better than Ken. When it comes to it, like, I'm not going to lie, he can rap better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just like, bro, you got to let your own artwork speak for itself. Stop speaking on another man. Stop, right. doing, you know, so end of the day when a nigga sees you in public he's gonna feel some type of way about it so you know I just felt like uh, with the way the world looks at the baby and who he is like yeah. right now he's a killer he basically he look Gucci you're exactly exactly and the only question he got the internet with him and you can't you, you'll never defeat the internet bro, I say that all the time you'll never I tell it to old niggas all the time you'll never beat the internet never because the internet don't give a fuck about the truth nope they give a fuck about what's funny mm-hmm so being from here and kind of knowing people around the situation, I don't know neither one of them niggas, but knowing people around the situation and knowing them, it's like, even like we're from here, so we have like a little bit of different insight. So really, to be honest, I was telling my nigga the other day, it's really had me thinking about, damn, what other rap beefs did a nigga really have a point? We just all thought he was lame. I was yeah. like, damn, did Ja have a point on 50? Is 50 really the feds? Mm. Like, mm, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, saying? yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. This nigga Ja Rule was that nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? He like, was the first Drake. I say this all the time. Two people laid on the sword for the same music we listen to today and we, and we, and we revere today. Yeah. It's Ja Rule and T Pain. Mm. From the auto tune to the singing and rapping. Because them niggas fell on the sword, was crucified for it. But now, that everybody do that shit. If you don't yeah. sing on your hook or sing it, like, if you don't have those type of melody, you ain't going to survive. If you don't use no type of auto-tune or something, like, a lot of times you're not going to survive. I throw Nelly in there, too. No, because his style of rap really wasn't duplicated. Mm. You know, he, he really had his own kind of shit. But to me... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, to me, Nelly was... Um, to me, he was one of the first... Well, not one of the first, because LL was one of the first, but just one of the first niggas that tried to put love into rap mm-hmm. in a time where he was hot and didn't have to do that shit. And during a gangster time. Yeah. And he was very successful with the shit. So that's why I try to throw him in there. But go ahead. Okay. I see what you're saying by content standard. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the baby and Cam, it's like, Cam, you, you are doing a lot of hating, bro. You're doing a lot of hating. Because you, you haven't got on yet. That's at least from what you put out there, that's how it seems. Mm-hmm. So let's just get that understood, number one. But the question that I have and that's been lingering and nobody has still yet answered to me, I've been getting the same answer from everybody, mm-hmm. is I'm from Charlotte, like, you know what I'm saying? I've been here all my life. I wasn't born here, but I've been here since I was one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm from here, like Yeah. East side, you know, just to be exact. <laughs> and my thing is it's like whenever I ask somebody who I grew up with, like, I've never seen that nigga around. I've never seen that nigga in my life. Cam or the baby? The baby. I've never seen that nigga in my life. I've never seen that nigga around in my <laughs> life. I've, I've heard of that nigga around like 2014 when he was baby Jesus. Definitely. Yeah. He's been grinding with the music thing. Definitely. Yeah. But the only thing that I keep getting hearing from everybody is, oh, yeah, that nigga went to Vance. Vance? Uh, yeah, I heard Malacreek. He went to Vance. I mean, but a lot of niggas transfer back and forth, so whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. As far as like I'm not you know I'm not even I'm not no street nigga I'm not just the most known nigga but 
If I blew today, yeah. how many niggas would be like, oh, I went to elementary school and I got a picture of this nigga right here. Right, this right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're I right. I ain't seen shit about it, but he don't throw up no side. And, and if you know, we all throw up our side. Right. He don't throw up no side. He don't throw up no street. And I mean, maybe that's a part of his marketing and whatever, whatever, just to rep the whole city. But... You know, I'm not hating. I'm not. I just want to know. Like, I've never seen. I've never heard of this nigga ever. Like, growing up, and he not that that too much younger than us. I seen him when did he signed January. So I want to say maybe that fall. I seen that motherfucker coming out of Sam's Club right there by Fitness. Yeah, I yeah. seen him coming out of Sam's Club one time. I could have hit him, approached him on some. Uh, I want to interview you type shit. Yeah. But I just kept it pushing that day, you know what I'm saying? But I did see him that one time. But other than that, I've not seen him anywhere socially. I'm talking about like I'm talking about as elementary, middle school. Yeah, growing up and shit. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen a nigga in my life. And I'm not saying I'm just the gatekeeper of Charlotte, but right. You know, there has to we. It ain't that big, and that's the that's the down the downfall of it not being that big is like Mark was saying. You can get exposed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. You know, that's why, I mean, that's why I stay low in the city, to be honest, because I don't, I'm not just the most known nigga, but I know a lot of people, but, you know, I I, I ain't heard nobody, I ain't seen no, no kid pictures of the nigga, no, mm. you know, but, you know, I ain't hating on that nigga because at the end of the day, before the camp shit even started, I was like, yo, even though I feel like that, the nigga's putting on for the city that I love and he doing it in the right way, so fuck it. Yeah. Do your thing, my nigga. Exactly. Do your thing. But Cam, to be honest... Cam needs a whole image consultant. He needs a whole team around him because I feel like the nigga's like stuck in a time period. Like, just his whole image and shit. It's like, bruh, like, come on, man. Like, we we, we in 2019. Like, this is not 06. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I don't know. It's just, he he, he could do a lot better. Because I actually, I listened to that Cold Heart too. Yeah. There's some cuts on there. Yeah, I thought there was one on there I like. It's some cuts. That immaculate and that back end. That shit hard. The nigga actually, I could tell from his earlier shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I remember he had a song with like Scrappy and Project Pat. Like he definitely uh, has yeah, grown yeah, as, yeah. as a rapper. But I mean, fuck, nigga, in a whole decade, I would hope you have. The chase to put his city on and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and as far as I know, man, from niggas that I know that know him, man, like he is official. You know what I'm saying? But that shit, the, you know, the internet don't matter about it. They don't care about that shit. You know, they care about what you're doing now, what we see on Instagram, what we, you know. Do you feel this is where this ends? Like, is, is this where this ends or does it get worse? Man, this get shit worse. end, man, because Cam is not a big enough artist. And I don't even know why the baby keep even addressing this shit. Exactly. The only reason, to be real, the only reason why he even addressing it and how he is is just because that's another strike on his, on, his, on his resume. That's another badge, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I knocked this nigga out. Like, I did, you know. Cause everybody know him to be a killer, to yeah. be you know whatever. But it's cool, man. Ain't no beef with neither one of them niggas, man. I just hope what would be dope is what have, what would have been dope is if he would have pulled Cam on stage and he would have let him perform a song. He was at the Fillmore here that same week. You know what I'm mm. saying? Just imagine that shit. Like you know what? We gonna squash all the dumb beef shit. Matter of fact, come up here, nigga, do a song. That got him a lot of respect in yeah, the city. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the fans know. The baby, you rap better than Cam. We see that. So it ain't like he gonna take some of your lane. You're the you know better prospect. Mean? That's all the nigga want anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. moving. Uh, moving on. Um You gotta watch out for them cat women's man. You <laughs> be scratching, dog. Cat women's. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna. <sighs> Working out. 
What do you I you know start? I'm having this conversation with you? Matter of fact, get your get your computer charger off my uh, Harper's Bazaar magazine with Rihanna on there. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Why, why would you gonna, disrespect her yeah, like that? I ain't gonna yeah. cook her face up. Come on now. My fault. Um, Rihanna. I'm trying to get her pregnant as soon as possible. That's crazy. That's the point of this conversation. Like for real. But I want to set it up. Rihanna. <clears throat> Successful. Yeah. Beautiful. Can sing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not my baby, but uh, yeah. can perform. Okay, can right. perform yeah. and can sell sex. <clears throat> Rihanna says that through all of her success, and she just recently was uh, announced as like the richest entertainer in the world, or she some does. shit like yeah. Mm-hmm. She says that she wants a child more than anything in life right now. And I'm trying to give it to her. Why do you think she's hit that point in her career right now at what, 30, 31? She's 31. Yeah, I mean. Young Robin. I'd say she got another 9 or 10 years before she should hit this point. Why do you think she's at this point right now? Because 9 or 10 years, she's going to be at the end of the day, no matter whether she's entertainer, rich, or whatever, she's still going to be a 40-year-old woman having a baby. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? She's going to be putting a baby in danger, my nigga. And who wants to be 40 as a woman having a baby? So, she rich. She can already take care of the little nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She done did everything. She's making a lot of business moves to the point now where I'm pretty sure her team and everybody around her, she can make moves and call shots, but not necessarily have to be on the spot, on the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like she said in an interview before, she's like, nah, I got a lot more things to do. So now, I'm pretty sure as calculated as she is, now she's like, nah, I'm trying to do that. So, I mean, shit, nigga, we 30. I mean, you don't never think about, like, damn, I am kind of, like, close to, like, in the next five years. Like, I kind of would want to have a kid. Yeah, but I'm broke. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But it's more, it's more reason to inspire, like, for more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you because know, your kid is going to want them, them, uh, them off-white once exactly <laughs> Shit. um who the fuck could be rihanna's baby daddy to put up with that craziness to put up with that standard of maintaining a certain level of income and maintaining a certain level of status because i feel like she dates niggas with status who could be the candidate to be her baby father drake's out the picture he doesn't got a porn star pregnant i know she ain't going down that lane you out the picture too Don't throw yourself In that nah, motherfucker that. A man A man That's it A man And then when I say a man I don't mean like I mean I find it hard That Rihanna's just gonna pull up And just take a candidate From Detroit Nah I'm nigga. not saying that But it's, it's gonna have to be A man Like you know what I'm saying She's in rich circles So it's probably gonna be Somebody that does have money But even if he don't have As much money as her It's gotta be a nigga That's confident within himself Cause I mean, you with Rihanna, you know what I mean? Right. She already has like a certain type of energy. Right. It's like just through the fucking screen, that shit is like real. It's not masculine, but it's real dominating. You know what I'm saying? Very. So if you're not confident within yourself, my nigga, you gonna crumble like beneath her. Like she look like she don't even respect no weak shit. And I don't mean you gotta be no thug or whatever, whatever. But you just gotta be a man and stand on your own too and mean what you say. Do what you do what you say. Say what you mean. And I mean, you know, but to be honest, man, all girls respect that shit. I mean, to be real, you know, that's why as young niggas, we be fucking up with girls because we be here and there doing this and that. Like, you know, as you get older, 
naturally you get more solid like on a lot of things and your morals and what you stand on your principles they kick in a lot more because you start thinking in a whole another light you know mm-hmm. as you get older mm-hmm. so. now <clears throat> closing out future what do you rate this new album <sighs> I rated a solid 7.8. Out of 10. Out of 10, yeah. Because it's one song that I do not like. Um, there are songs that I wish were a little longer. Yeah. Um, and I don't even mean five minutes long. I mean like maybe even three and a half, 345. Um, and yeah, so I'd say, I'd say those two points right there, like those two those two things right there like take it down to a 7.8 for me but it's still like it's hard like right now with the shit niggas putting out 7.8 is good as fuck especially for this this is the second week it's been out or the first week it's been out really it just got released what Friday it ain't mm-hmm. been 7 days mm. and for me to like it like that a 7.8 oh yeah mm. now I gotta ask you real quick you been keeping up with this Khaled saga DJ Khaled yeah he's a fucking hater and just even above that, just the crybaby. I don't know what the fuck is in his contract for him to just blow his whole image like this in a seven day period. Because man, when you when you give these niggas cameras, and when you this was what I say all the time about these niggas now with social media and just interviewing and shit, just like Kodak Black with the whole Nipsey Lauren thing. Yeah. Like. You give these niggas, these illiterate niggas, these niggas who don't know how to express what they really want to say adequately, through, right. you know what I'm saying, through, through what they're saying. You get these niggas, you put a camera in front of them, especially when it's live. Yeah. They say shit and they don't understand how it comes across, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. how what they say necessarily might not be what they mean, you know? So, um, I mean, you know, niggas just be dumb and what was your original question? Because I said that and they got lost in it. Just uh, how like I just want to know what the hell is going through his mind, and you know what's your perspective on it for this man? He literally blew his image in a seven day oh, period. I mean, yeah. So I said that to say he got in his feelings and got on the internet, yeah, and recorded some shit. And even though he thinking in his mind, because it's a certain age group that he's in, because you got to think this nigga almost forty, about forty. He don't understand how about about to be fifty yeah, in the next couple years. Yeah. He don't understand how nigga. Yeah, you're not saying somebody's name, but we know who you're talking about. Exactly. And once somebody catch that shit on the internet, it don't matter if you delete it. Once somebody screen record it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it is a wrap. And niggas is gonna harp on that shit. And we know who you're talking about. And let's be real. How many how many of them songs did you really produce or make the beats or do the engineering? You know what I'm saying? You might have composed some shit a little bit, but you ain't puff, nigga. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And from what I hear, niggas talk about the shit was weak. The song with Jeezy and Ross was hard. But... Did you listen to it? That's the only song I listened to. I ain't click on that shit, no. I didn't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't even click on it. Yeah. Igor, nigga, I didn't even listen to that shit until I could get chill with a blunt. Yeah. And I could listen to the whole thing all the way through. That's how I took that shit. How serious I took that shit. But right. you know me, I've been on Tyler the Creator since he was extra creator back in like oh nine. Like mm-hmm. when he was with Casey Veggies and he was rapping and shit. But that nigga is like the new Pharrell to an extent. Like that nigga raps, he harmonizes a little bit, he plays instruments. Yeah. He makes it be like my nigga, he do it all. Like, you know, and that shit that shit was smooth. I fuck I fucked with Igor. It's not something that you just click on like Oh, this this is my track. This is, you just it's a it's a vibe. You just yeah yeah. You know that's what a lot of people don't understand about music these days. Like it's a vibe. It not 
niggas might be saying bullshit on it sometimes, but the vibe and like the song, like you know, you have to understand like it's it's a it's it, music is for certain settings, for mm -hmm. certain moods. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in the club hearing no uh, hearing no Nas. <laughs> I want to hear some future in the club, but. I don't necessarily all the time want to listen to turn up shit, you know, when I'm just chilling, sitting here, chilling by myself. I throw on some, some, you know, some yeah. rap, whatever, whatever. So, some lyrical, sh lyrical shit. All right, my last question. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, you good, nigga? What's what's the time on it? Uh, shit, we had probably about. 50, 60 minutes. Oh, episode shit, right man. You now. gave Mark an hour and 42. I'm hitting, I'm, I'm trying to get to two hours every episode. Two That's hours. been my goal. Bro, come on, I can talk before. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the next question? What's up? Um, I want your input on this, too. I don't care if it's two words, three words, one word. All these fucking nigga type women that have been getting cuffed and been getting pregnant in the last. Well, one. Women have taken over hip hop in the last two, three, four months. Well, half it, since the year started, it's been a woman dominated scene for some reason. I, I don't know, since Cardi dropped, pretty much. And every last one of these women who have potential or who have been climbing the ladder or getting to a certain point has fumbled the bag in terms of just the near future. What the fuck is going on? As far as fumbling the bag, what you mean? Yeah, I was actually the same thing. Because uh, Carter's still making money. In comparison, still making money. In comparison to old time industry rules, like women couldn't get pregnant back in the day. Like Beyonce couldn't have a child in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't because where she was age wise. It was just because of perception and how the industry, you know, views females. Okay. So how do y'all feel about the Tokyo Jets? Uh, young Miami just got pregnant. Uh, JT in jail pregnant. Uh, fuck Rihanna looking to get pregnant. Like shit is getting bro, out of hand. Bro, where you gotta think that Miami girl? She's twenty five. Like we're adults. Like this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? It happened in the WNBA. Bitch get pregnant in the WNBA. That shit like an ACL for them. Exactly. <laughs> Real shit. Exactly. So, I mean, and that's how the industry used to be. Because no matter what your job or profession is, my nigga. Life is still life. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers get pregnant. It's more acceptable now because the way we look at celebrities and everybody, it's like, we got social media and we can see the into their whole life. So really, them getting pregnant, like, motherfuckers want to see that shit. Like, oh mm. shit, I'm going to go, I'm going to go through with you through that nine months. What you be, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though it's just like every other pregnant girl, you just maybe have a little money. Like, you know, people want to see that type of shit. Mm. Like, if you can see your favorite artist in, in depth, like, if you can see your favorite artist do some, some random shit like go to Wendy's. You're going to click on that shit and watch it. It's going to be like, shit, how, how, uh, how future order his four for four? <laughs> yeah. Shit. But, um, shit, man. I mean, it's just a part of life. I mean, you got to think, my nigga. Like, we don't realize it because we don't have kids and shit, but, nigga, we're 30. Yeah. We are, th like, you'll be 30 in November? September. September? I'll be 30 in December. Yeah. Like, dog, like, it's it's... This is a way of life. Like, I'm not trying to have it happen no time soon. You know what I'm saying? But for a lot of people, it's like, like, okay, you meet a girl now, she got a kid. Even if she got two, and she our age, it's like, it's not even nothing like, oh, shit, my nigga, she got a kid. No, it's like, yeah, I, yeah. not even a kid. Like, I have two children. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But me, right now, hell no. Nah. 
Hell, not the way I like to get up and go do my thing. So, are you big on the real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga? Oh, wait. I mean, it's a cool song, but I'm not like a person that's like, oh. Was you invested in that shit? Me. I mean, it's a good song to listen to. Like, it puts you in the mood, like the same way Future put him in his mood. That puts certain females in their mood. But I don't see it as an issue. I think it becomes an issue because people, like, the mindset you just had, you consider getting pregnant fumbling the bag. Mm. And I feel like people having that mindset, it put us back, like you said, back in the 2000s. Compared to now, women is trying to prove to you that, like, we can do everything. We can, like, own a business, have kids, be married, do all this stuff in one. And then Except you have people... <laughs> And then you have people thinking like, oh no, you shouldn't get pregnant, you're gonna lose your money. Right. So I'd be like, that's more yeah, so nah. the issue. Because like, look, how'd you find out how'd you find out uh old girl from City Girls was pregnant? She off, put off out of some bullshit ass clip on Twitter. Look like no, what, saying, what, what, what was that clip from though? I don't know. It's like some love and hip hop shit. Oh, the clip was from City Girls documentary. They oh, all, okay, nigga, okay. They okay. already plant. They, mm, they two steps they ahead. They know they know what fuck time uh, is. That's yeah, what it's yeah. from. Because my thing is look. Why not? And who knows? She probably like to be real. She probably wasn't even that sad about getting pregnant or worried about it because, oh, girl, locked up for like a whole another year anyway. Yeah. So what's nine months having a baby? Then you got three months to. That's the first thing I said. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying they better hope somehow. The only thing is, they better hope they still stay relevant for that year. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But either way, though, with the way we celebrate niggas getting out of jail, yeah. I mean, they still gonna have a, a chance to be relevant. So. I ain't even worried about that shit. But bottom line is, man, Cam, stop hating on the baby. <laughs> the baby, stop... Uh, start um, embracing more city shit. I won't even say start embracing, because I don't even know what the nigga be doing. I don't follow him like that. But I don't have no words for that nigga. I mean, just keep being successful. You know, staying out of trouble. Um, shit, man. Fuck, that nip shit really had me fucked up, though, dog. Like, for real. Like, which, I, we can make that a quick conversation real quick before we get up out of here. Everybody, everybody has to have that conversation. Was you a Nip fan before he died? No. Me neither. Not as far as musically, no. Nah. His music, and I, I remember when the marathon came out, I tried to listen to the shit. But yeah. me and my younger mind being, when did the marathon come out? Uh, 13, 14. Me being 23, around. 24 years old. Yeah. I wasn't on that shit like yeah. what he was rapping about I'm sitting here you know Gucci this you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm on that type of music right right and but when I go back and listen to it now I'm like damn all this shit hard like bro Slauson Boy 2 bruh first of all that's 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 the first one I really picked out the bunch besides I mean of course Victory Lap I, I did become a fan of Victory Lap though. yeah yeah cause when it came out I told niggas when it came out back uh, March 18th I said, bro, I don't know what's coming out this year, but this is the album of the year. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. I didn't even pay attention bro, to that album when it dropped. Didn't even bro, pay attention. You got to think, think, and everybody dropped that year. Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce dropped that year. Yeah. Uh, Kanye, Drake had beef during that summer, heated up. Yeah, All yeah. these niggas dropped. And every time a nigga dropped, I'd be like, yeah, that shit's straight. It ain't that nip, though. It ain't that nip. I said that shit before anybody's shit came out. Damn. Um, so what made you uh, get that album a chance if he wasn't an artist that was on your radar? I, because I knew that was his first actual studio album. Mm. And that makes a difference when you have an actual studio album and you have those that sound behind you and shit. Right. Because that's what I felt like never connected with me. Mm. You know what I mean? But like now that I listen to it, like for the actual content, what he was speaking, yeah. I'm like, damn, like, 
that nigga like he really was what he talked about like if you if you go back he the type of nigga where every interview you see about him every song and it, what we talking about what we said about what we lost him that nigga left evidence like I wasn't playing like back in 08, 09 I was talking the same shit like yeah, the yeah. same shit I told niggas all the time bro this is bigger than Tupac and Biggie bro mm. like, this death is bigger than both of them niggas because the nigga was actually living what he was talking and doing what he was talking from an early age like niggas love Pac and shit but this nigga was wilding this nigga was doing wild shit he was, he was doing some shit reckless out shit of people too. like he doing reckless ass shit and he wild you know what I'm saying he was getting himself in wild situations even if yeah. He wasn't actually doing certain things. He was he was putting himself in situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This nigga Nip, only thing he really did was what? Slap a nigga who disrespected him? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boy, that shit, bro. Because the day he died, I was in L.A. And I was coming back. I, I came, what? Yeah, I came back. From Damn. LA. Yeah, the day he died, I flew back from L.A. back here. Damn. So, like, when I landed, like, my homegirl hit me up, like, and she was like, yo, they shot Nip. I was sitting right where you sitting at. Mm. And like, of course, like everybody else, I got on Twitter and I was like, man, hopefully, I was like, man, that nigga just got a couple. He he probably got some body shots. I was like, he gonna come out in a wheelchair. He gonna be even greater. Like, but I saw that video, man. Like, what? Nigga was seized, shaking and shit. Not even that, but once I seen the the the, the shot, you could tell he shot him in the head. I was like, oh yeah, he out. He's out of here. And that shit just. just I was. It wasn't even necessarily him. I was so sad for it, bro. It was the idea, like, and what, you know what I'm saying, what he really stood for. Yeah. Like, dying to me. But. That's know. one thing I've been shocked about is, you know, we just spoke on how the internet is undefeated and you can't beat the internet point blank, period. In reference to the City Girls, mm -hmm. period. Um, That video has not been shown since. I've not seen that video of uh, him being shot, shaking it. Yeah, like I, that's one thing I did not expect to see was the respect he got was to pull that video. No, now when I even when I see like fun videos of him dancing and that, like I think that that's even worse, bro. I can't even look at the shit now. Yeah, like that shit just makes me so sad, dog. Like it's that crazy that he he looking down and seeing like motherfuckers he didn't even touch when he was alive yeah, and to see motherfuckers like you and me who who I don't even know what the fuck to say to just absorb the shit no, the he left week, us when I when I came back from LA that was on Sunday yeah that same a couple of days later I went to Mexico on vacation and shit damn nigga yeah, bro like I was like in Mexico don't downplay that shit Bro, I was like on a resort, bro, like yeah. crying about that shit. Damn. Not even about that necessarily, but that that was a, it was a combination. But like, uh, five days later after he died, five days later when, when I was in Mexico, like that was the fourth year anniversary of my pops passing away. Mm. So it was just a lot of like just mixed emotions, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, man. That 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 shit was crazy, dog. Like for any nigga to just downplay that shit, you you can't. Like that's one death. You're not human, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand, like. There's been there's been nobody that died that I haven't known that I yeah. felt like that about. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where like, I just you know, I I, I try to honor that shit my own way. Like niggas put they flags all over shit all on their Twitter and da 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 da. da marathon continues, yeah. But like somehow, bro, we gotta just really live that shit like for real. Like what you doing your podcast, doing your thing, like you know what I'm saying? You you you're not bullshit with that shit. Yeah. And I feel like you can't really mention that shit enough. Like just that yeah. situation. Yeah. You can't mention that shit enough. Like this nigga was like 
He was really like the realest nigga walking. Like, for real, for real. Because okay. he was everything that a nigga would want to be. A businessman. Yep. He's still a gangster. Yep. Like a real gangster. Yeah, yeah. You tied in with like some of the most notorious gangs. Like, you know what I'm saying? From the home of the gang, like turf. Yeah. You from, you like, your people are really from the motherfucking land. Yeah, been yeah. To the motherland. Straight up. You done had the baddest bitch that niggas done wanted since like 06. Nigga, what? And then you was like fucking around like, I'm going to say playing with her, but... You ended the shit like I don't know. He tweeted like, "Yo, yeah, you know, <laughs> I respect for Lauren London, me and her, and nah, da, 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 da. nigga." I remember that shit. She was basically like, "Nah, nah, nah it ain't a rap." Nah. <laughs> nah. I do that remember shit that. was crazy. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he checked everything off yeah, the list. Like, yeah, he could rap. Yeah, go to the hood. Like, nigga was tall. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even rap nigga be short. <laughs> for real, these niggas be little. The um. My question to you is, do you feel like this is some uh, conspiracy shit? Yeah, because no. I was, let me set it up. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast today when I was in the gym and shit. And Maul said some interesting shit. He said, when you know too much, they coming to get you. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. That nigga knew way more than the average, you know, Motherfucker who just couldn't acquire that information. Black man. Yeah, as a black man. I mean, this motherfucker was talking about bitcoins and, and investment in cryptocurrency two, three, four years ago. Man, my thing is though, man, like, like what I think the fact that I don't think it was a conspiracy, mm-hmm. that's what makes me sadder. Because if it was a conspiracy and it was a greater a greater purpose of him down. I'd be like, okay, like, all right, cool. That nigga was like a like a hella martyr. Like, at least we see the shit. We recognize it. Like, we see y'all trying to shut it up, but we gonna continue. But it makes me sadder that I just think it was just some some quick anger jealousy shit from a, from a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact that he made himself that accessible, all right, you made a whole just legacy accessible for somebody to just crush, mm. crumble. But that's just that's just a part of it. I always tell niggas if you're not willing to die for it, it don't really it don't really mean mean nothing to you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Straight like, up, there's no question. Them two people right there, like there's no question I'd die for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, and I just think the dopest thing about it is that nigga died like in his like in the mecca of his shit. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, right there nigga in the heart with, of it. Yeah. Oh, like this where you had this. This is how you had to take me out. You had to come back and shoot me in the head. In front of my, in my front of this, my own shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. That nigga went out like he 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 went out like a G for real, for real, for real. But it's almost like some movie shit. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. But that's what makes me sad. I just think it was a nigga that was really he was really jealous. Shitty loke. Shitty cuz. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Shitty cuz. But you know we can watch all the conspiracy shit all we want to and. Listen to Lord Jamar and Vlad, <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it was all that shit, man. I just think it was, you know, niggas hating, whatever. Is there anything you want to speak on before we get up out of here? I want to speak on niggas and their health. Go ahead, niggas out here, like, come on, man, drink more water. Stop drinking soda and juice and shit. Drink more water, you know. Uh, what inspired you to get to this health kick? Cause I noticed you you going you coming back to the gym more often. It ain't even like no crazy crazy health kick. Cause I still out here smoke woods, but yeah. it's like 
My nigga, the simple shit that you can basic stop shit. doing. Yeah, exactly. Stop doing that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like the excessive shit. Like drink, drink nothing but water and alcohol. Drink nothing but water and um, stop smoking cigarettes. Don't smoke no tobacco. And it's, and limit your sugars and shit. You know what I mean? Because I love sugar and cakes and all that shit. Yeah. But you know, if I get coffee at work, I'm on that. I'm on that that raw sugar. You know what I'm saying? I try to put less salt on my shit. You know, I still eat what the fuck. You know what I mean? But I try to eat like a little bit, you know, less fast food and shit. But the blatant obvious shit, yeah. sodas, juice, like shit, man, leave that shit alone. The, the simple shit you should have been cut out. I was talking life. about throwing yeah. a cookout in August, and I was like, if you throw that shit, have nothing but water. Because <laughs> really, when you, I, I know motherfuckers might be mad, like, where the soda at? What the, 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 but who the fuck want to drink that shit in then hot ass weather? It's yeah. food and shit is sticky. Really, you don't. It's gonna make you shit. drink more of that bullshit. Yeah, you, it might taste good, but you don't want to drink that shit. You know, drink you some fucking water, and you gonna drink that shit when you in that hot ass weather outside eating shit. Let me ask both of y'all something. Cause you seem like a diet soda drinker. Oh, I don't drink soda. Oh, oh excuse yeah. me. I stopped drinking soda in like high school. Damn. <laughs> How do you feel about diet sodas? Cause I always find myself touching one here and there. What, what the fuck is there? I know people who drink diet soda drink more than people who drink regular soda. It's something in it. Well, it's the sugar that's in it. Well, whatever it's supposed to be, sugar substitute. It has like something that's addicting in there to make people drink. Mm. Like if you drink, if you go somewhere and you order a diet coke, I promise you, in a minute that diet coke is gone and you want to refill. Mm. It's something in there that's addicting for people. Now, do y'all remember when the Splendor craze hit in the early 2000s? Yeah, if it was a 40-year-old white guy. That shit was in my house, bro. I don't think I ever... Y'all never... Y'all people's never adapted Splendor in the early 2000s? Man, hell no. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I don't think I knew what Splendor was at the time. Um, I'm trying to ask... How do you feel about diet soda? I feel like there's something it's, in there it's too. It's bullshit because the thing is about diet soda is you drinking um, the sugar in it is uh what's it? I, I can't think of the word, but it's even worse because it's a uh, it's a uh, type of sugar that they use in that shit. But no soda, period. No hell no, no that high fructose corn syrup. No nigga. Don't get it twisted. A nigga will still eat some little Debbie's. I'm not saying that type of shit, but certain shit just limit. And at the end of the day, go to the fuck, work the fuck out. Right. I can't stand no seeing no 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 motherfucker that just don't do nothing active. Like you got a lot ladies, of time. Stop doing that fucking pose where y'all turn. We see all the ass and your arm is high. <laughs> we see like just go to the fucking gym. Like come on. It's simple too for yeah, most women. Like, at the end of the day, it ain't even about basic. how you look, man. It's about your health. Yeah. Motherfuckers be complaining and shit. Like bro, I'm thirty. I ain't trying to be damn forty with like hell no. I'm trying to jump on that shit early. Right, right, early. right. And then what motherfuckers don't realize is the more you go to the gym, you be like damn. Shit, I don't even want to eat that shit because it's gonna make me damn feel sluggish. You're gonna gym. waste your workout. Hell yeah, that's the exact feel. Workout. I don't even want to do. It. It's gonna naturally like your habits start changing. Bro, that was probably the 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 best part about my weight loss journey was me allowing myself to eat bullshit while I was going to the gym in the early phases exactly. because I seen me wasting my workouts. Yep. 
And um, yeah, that's a, a thing that I feel like people should see. Like, go to the gym, put that hour, two, three hours in, burn all those fucking calories, and then go order that pizza that night. And see the fucking wasted workout that you go through. But um, is there anything else you want to uh, add on that? Uh, drink water. A lot of water. <laughs> drink yeah. water. I need to get back on my damn water yeah. kick. And free tax though, man. Be safe, though. Definitely. You know, free free to God. That nigga keeps saying he gonna get out. That's a wrap. That nigga uh-huh. tweeted, that nigga said, I'll be home soon with, with fresh kale breath. Nah, nigga. You done shot at Troy Ave. He got a bullet in his damn head and shit. Nah, it's a wrap. Nah, 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 nah. He got that bullet in his head when they, uh... I think when they try to jack him for the Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, my bad. Tax, my bad. Tax, my bad. Anything you want to say for women's rights before we get up out of here? I always like when women come on my show. I like to let them represent women. I don't know. I've just been chilling in the background. <laughs> and that's been another dope episode. My nigga, I appreciate you. All day. You already know. I'm going to have you back again. Don't know when, but it's going to happen. Another year from now. <laughs> it should be sooner. This is always about the topics, man. That's all it nah, is. Baby. But shit, I'll holler.